listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, you saw my mom in the supermarket and gave her your number. You asked how my sister, they asked how's my brother. Didn't ask about my father because you know he ain't like you. Every time I left your crib, he really get hyper. The advice he used to give me makes more sense now. I can't believe I used to let you break my confidence down. You used to ask me why the hell did I want to live in Brooklyn. You messed up my flow, although you were good looking. Yes, darling, was fly. This is the problem, because back in the day she had me scheming and robbing to get her things to wear so she could went to the club. Our eyes were on her and me i just bug caught in between feeling proud and feeling more like a sucker had to go undercover get away and find another been in brooklyn nine years and been around the world too i've seen so many fly girls and i do just what to do hey welcome to the black guy who tells podcast your host rod and Karen. and we're in the house on a sunday we are that's right guys uh second week of walking dead being back mm-hmm. 2016 um also it is day number 431 bobby schmerz has been locked up in jail can't get bailed out oh bobby no i know mm-hmm. also uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is double sponsored it is brought to you by shadow dog productions their partner company turnip films like you know turnips like you have in the uh garden not turn up like you know Uh, uh. do at the club turnip films has a new 14 minute short film out it's called grace running and you can check it out uh on vimeo on demand grace running if you like the trailer the video the movie is just 99 cents to download it's a cool short film so at least check out the trailer for them Mm -hmm. it's the least you could do guys we all have you know we'll have a link on all the social media and the website and stuff for you but it's called grace running and you can just google it you know and uh you know check out the movie man support independent filmmakers man uh also this episode is brought to you by bevel this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system that's designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Check out getbevel.com today and use code TBGWT to get 20% off of your first month at getbevel.com. That's G E T B E V E L dot com. All right. Uh, without further ado, I guess we can get right into some podcasting stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all kinds of things going on in the world. Uh, let's see, what do I want to, what kind of news do we want to do now? uh i guess we can start with um let's do some some porn news guys okay there's in there's a news coming up in the porn game um that you guys may or may not be aware of okay um porn actors are trying to block rules that will require condoms for oral sex ah okay porn actors and producers are making a last ditch attempt to stop california state officials from approving new rules on thursday that require condoms to be used on porn sets including for oral sex they argue regulations will be unrealistic and counterproductive putting performers at risk by pushing the industry underground the draft rules were yeah that's see that's the thing a lot of these things people feel like um well it makes porn sets safer and i'm sure it does yeah but but the thing is the demand for people to not use condoms in porn is going to still exist so then yep. what happens is a lot of these film film they just stop doing permits they stop using regulations they stop testing they stop, um i don't know if they stop testing or not um but i i know but for a they, fact they stop using the um 
like they basically just say we're gonna do it illegally which may lead to them not testing right you know what i'm saying because right. since you're already you know it's like in for a penny in for a pound but but in general i know for a fact that they just you know they change locations they change cities mm-hmm. um and they while out of state yeah what's funny is that the porn industry is very um one that we people are very judgmental it's very taboo but at the same time it's the one of the biggest in, industries in america so people are consuming it people are spending money on it and you can't stop that by passing these fucking ridiculous laws well i well that's the thing some of some of the laws i think are intended to basically try to wipe out the industry on a moral foundation you right. know like they try to disguise it in like oh it's really about safety but what they're hoping is that people will stop doing porn people will stop watching right. it and that's not gonna happen yeah and then some of the laws really are just you know about safe sex you know that, you want true you know you don't want actors uh getting things but it's so funny because the percentage is so small of people who are getting you know these uh the diseases that they're trying to avoid here right because um, if, if it's done correctly but like this if it's done correctly and they're doing everything they're supposed to do you have more of a chance having sex with with people outside the porn industry than inside the porn industry. People don't want to believe that, but they get tested more regularly than no. You have normal people that don't get tested like they should. Yeah, it's just um, yeah, there there's there's a lot of um, you know, there's a there's a there's a lot of stuff that is disguised basically, right? Um, as oh, we're just trying to make sure that you everybody's safe but really it's from people who are interested in stopping porn completely right um so they you know so they try to throw in certain laws like you know like you we don't want you uh you can't film here and not have a condom or you can't or you can't film here at all you gotta go change we're outlawing the film in the porn here but what happens is that these guys go underground or they go places where there aren't regulations yet and they just move operations it's kind of like how uh california used to be the huge location you know uh for porn and basically now miami is that you know what i mean because it was like okay let's laws in florida let's go um so and truth be told as much as these people don't care but it's a whole economy around that you know you have um food services people don't really think about this you have people renting out their homes like it's a whole entire industry that's leaving your market that um all of a sudden all this income is just gone but you don't care anything about that in fact some of this is maybe so going to some of the reasons why some of the um states there are in trouble financially because all of a sudden billions of dollars and millions of dollars are being shipped to other states that would have came into your state but somebody decides they wanted to out law sex which you really cannot do right and i think if i'm not mistaken i think this may have actually already um been blocked like so that i think the porn stars that didn't want to use them uh won and they won't have to use them but i'm i don't know if i did something with that article or what man i just had it um but yeah so maybe you know maybe it worked out but uh it's just something that happens like every few years it's just like there's this hey we need to regulate this stuff uh yeah okay california board rejects measure um uh specifying condom use in porn uh one after another scores of people who make porn films for a living pleaded their case in california place officials don't force condoms or safety goggles or other devices designed to stop the spread of sexual transmitted diseases on them because those devices will simply stop people from porn films and soon they'll have no jobs at all right um 
<laughs> goggles that's i mean that seems like a fetish more than a like like, like i like i want to come on a woman's face wearing goggles or something like <laughs> it don't seem like some shit like if it's like oh here comes a plum shot she's gotta pull out her goggles hold on a second like <laughs> whose fantasy, who's fantasy is that right, and that's the whole point whose fantasy is that most people what they watch porn watch it for the fantasy reasons there's a lot of shit i watch on porn and i would never do in real life right because a lot of it is just fantasy and so it's just one of those things where we want to take out all the fantasy in it i mean what uh is there something that says that a cum shot in your eye causes blindness or some shit i mean i don't know. know i mean maybe that's one one way that that uh, std could be spread maybe through your ocular fluids or something it's just you know the fantasy of it is 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 not even thinking about that shit and then porn sells the fantasy so i i guess they are stuck in a rock and a hard place because maybe it would make it safer yeah uh but at the same time it obviously would take away the illusion of you know the erotic fantasy and now it's like oh so we're being very practical uh about this you know yeah like i don't think the condom thing is that bad for sex i know a lot of people dislike porn with condoms but i don't think it matters that much because in real life people use condoms and it's not um like some people are like the idea because it actually is more satisfying to know that this is safe like right i I, like you know my my fantasy hookup with a stranger may be like oh thank god we have a condom rather than oh we don't have a condom well there won't be any hookups you know so maybe like i could see an argument for that but once you pull out the safety goggles and the fucking Ah! you know that mask that people wear for sars and shit uh it's a lot less sexy you know uh it's like why are we even fucking if i got to go through this extent i I, know what at some point people just i mean it's like if 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 if, that's like if the black section the the ebony section right isn't that the only place you ever said ebony magazine and then ebony ebony that's the only time you use ebony right but um isn't it funny it would be like if the ebony section of all porn sites just had tons of black women with their hair wrapped you know it's like well hold on hold on now let me get my let me tie my hair scarf hold on we you know we gonna do this but just give me a second like all people would be like this is not as sexy as i thought it was when i clicked on this link i didn't click on this for reality right (laughs) that's what amateur porn is for right if you hood porn right um or if it's only showing the woman's face probably revenge porn that's right oh, you guys have been jacking out the revenge porn don't even know you it don't even know it you think it's a coincidence the dude's face is always out of camera angle and hers is ah, that's ah. somebody's ex-girlfriend y'all you are jacking off to that dude's ex-girlfriend and his demands on her sad oh lord anyway um, <laughs> but yeah so they won um basically and i'm glad you know maybe it's just me i think that when it comes to the condoms i think it really should just be up to the actor or performer like if they decide that that's what they want to do fine if they don't you know fine and you know the chips fall where they may but i think just the, the across the board i i just don't agree with that well they needed four votes it was a seven panel vote one of the positions on the board is currently open and one person didn't show up so it went three to two in favor but um yeah they won't um they won't be having a regulation the panel will now be getting considering a new worker safety measure for the porn industry 
uh board members apparently influenced by the large number of industry representatives ranging from actors to writers to directors who argued forcefully but politely during five hours of testimony if the proposed regulations didn't destroy their multi-billion dollar industry they said they would likely force it underground doing that they added what could make it even worse for performers by eliminating existing safety guards such as industry's requirement that actors be tested every 14 days for sexually transmitted diseases right that's exactly what you said earlier right because it's like a slippery slope right it's one of them things where let the people be out in the open because if you don't and it's pushed underground and you have and we've seen it time and time before we've covered stories about this where a lot of people take advantage of the actors and the performers and they will do whatever it takes to get the film shot and if something happens there's no room for lawsuits there's no room for um um uh getting money or anything like that because it was all done quote unquote off the books yeah the chat room is bringing up a good point why isn't there a bonnet sex uh category under black porn they might be i feel like ebony slash black should have a sub category of bonnet porn oh maybe there? some of us are into that okay yeah we don't know don't judge shower cap satin with a uh satin scarves don't judge people's kink is what i'm saying maybe they you know maybe they can only get off with yeah, the bonnet on she, you know they want to know that her hair is going to be comfortable <laughs> they want her hair to get wet they want they want to be sure her edges you know it didn't break off because you know she laid on that wool Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe that's what it is for real the silk pillowcases subcategory what that's the bomb i like silk pillowcases it's slide all over them um so yeah the, it's not um, all over her apparently too <laughs> so yeah it looks like they won but they'll be looking for other safety measures which is you know coming off the hills of uh recently there was an uh on a gay porn set there was an actor who uh they believe may have uh, had hiv so and they i believe they said they had sex with like 14 people or something so they got to do all the testing and stuff there and in that case the test came back negative at first and then they still uh were able to you know it then it showed up later so you know this is not there's never a hundred percent way to go about it ever um all right let's see what else we got here to discuss um a judge has ordered 50 cent to explain his instagram cash stacks uh in bankruptcy court that's right 50 cent went on instagram to take pictures holding a whole bunch of cash now that may be um significant to some of you guys because you're going wait is a 50 cent supposed to be broke and that's why he can't pay that woman who's suing him no nah, he ain't he ain't poor people broke he rich people broke completely different yeah uh at one point he took um he took a picture with with nothing but cash spelling out the word broke yeah <laughs> wait a minute did you get it to pop up i'm oh. looking for it. i'm get, give me a second karen i got it i'll figure it out but yeah at one point he took an actual picture that is him holding stacks of cash as one of him sitting on a bed uh taking the picture with a whole bunch of money on the bed with him uh he put at his instagram caption man this is lunch money i gotta go to work i'm still up no sleep at all new music this week off the canaan mixtape fn vodka frigo sm audio with all his hashtags uh here's the uh picture it should load this time if you guys want to see what his picture look like 
he's the ultimate troll i know this woman that wants her money gotta be mad as fuck yeah he's he uh he's 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 like the ultimate troll like instagram and shit like that was i'd say was designed but fuck people like him use it a lot like they actually just go out there for the attention and all that shit and it's like you got enough money to goddamn spell the word broke but you can't pay me yeah they actually um the judge ordered him back to court said i'm right i'm concerned uh, judge and nevin said i'm concerned about allegations of non-disclosure and a lack of transparency in the case uh there's a purpose of having a bankruptcy process be transparent and part of that purpose is to inspire confidence in the process she continued when that process becomes very public the need for transparency i believe is even higher right and my thing is like if i was a lawyer somebody representing him i'd be like nigga what the fuck is wrong with you yeah his people gotta be like dude like right. you know like that that gif of um neil degrasse tyson where he just waves his hands up in the air and like fuck it i give up right it's that, a- that has to be how his bankruptcy people are all the time right it's like you're being fucking counterproductive to everything you're paying us to do right um so uh yeah uh, the bankruptcy status allows an honest but unfortunate debtor to wipe the slate clean the in the club rapper who filed for bankruptcy last july made a sex tape lawsuit has posted multiple money shots in recent months including photos of cold hard cash stashed in the fridge and strewn across his bed in case anyone still doubted his financial woes the rapper also posted a photo of the word broke spelled out in a hundred dollar bills and boasted that his crib in africa was almost ready to be christian with a housewarming party the ironic snaps came back to bite fitty after his ex-girlfriend Lestonia Levinson, headphone company Sleek Audio, and SunTrust Bank, who claimed the rapper collectively owes them $29 million, pointed out the discrepancy in January court papers. Fitty's lawyers insisted in a statement Friday that he's been forthcoming and transparent with all creditors Mm-mm. and said the musician would appear in court to address the judge's questions. Mm-mm. You sure have not. Well, then where's this money unaccounted for that you you could spell broke with? yeah that's is just, that off the books that underneath your mattress <laughs> i want that shit too because you know being Fuck you being celebrity broke has always been kind of like this well you can keep this one house mansion right. uh you can uh keep the one car limousine you can keep the right because you know. if you broke you need to be broke even if it's rich broke you still need to be broke you don't need to be flaunting and that's the problem it's like you out here flaunting and shit like that trying to be uh trying to show for your instagram followers your instagram followers don't give a fuck about you and you're gonna fuck around and you're gonna be poor people broke fucking around like that so apparently uh amber rose went on um uh a talk show with reverend run and tyrese um well why uh let's see it's called it's not you it's men is the name of the show i've never watched it um shout out to amber from um uh black chick watching uh she reviewed it on her last black chick watching if you guys want to go check that out it's really good um she did not uh give it positive reviews uh but she goes to amber rose goes toe-to-toe with the co-host rev run and tyrese you know those guys about her social media image after revealing that she gets sexually assaulted constantly by fans when i walk down the street people think because i'm famous or i'm cool i'm taking pictures that they can just grab my ass and put their hand under my skirt or or oh amber can i grab your boobs she shared 
girls do that to me all the time and it does get like i love you girls so much but it does get like stop grabbing on my booze constantly in my butt and guys too this is my privacy right uh i think they got clips on youtube well it's i'm just saying the comfortability that some people find in wanting to touch or grope you or feel like yo I, let me just let me tell it's you just something. like it's the energy that's being sent out there that, that creates that type of response no it doesn't because i'm gonna tell you why mm. if i'm laying down with a man butt naked and they, his condom is on and i say you know what no i don't want to do this i changed my mind okay that means no right that means that's it. It doesn't matter how far I take it or what I have on. No, I wasn't I say saying. No, I, it means no. I wasn't saying. I've heard a quote like, you know, dress how you want to be addressed, and it just has some validity to that. Oh, boo! Okay. No, that's not realistic. Stop it. Okay. Right. 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 Niggas get on my goddamn nerves with that bullshit. You do not own her, and that's all it is. Is that ownership? We feel like we goddamn own you yeah you know what's wild to me is that they don't like those guys are sitting there why aren't they all over her touching her and all this shit because you know it's you know it's inappropriate right why like but they i mean it's the energy you send out right you know what i mean like if that's the case it's about the energy you send out then how come you know how come that's okay right and 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 how come it's never and it's always on I think the thing that frustrates me about this is that it's always on women. Women, you it's and 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 bigger than Amber. I, like I said, I've never been pregnant, but I know a lot of pregnant women have to deal with this. When women become pregnant, you know your body gets bigger and you expand. And a lot of people do that where they just feel like they have the right to just come and touch your belly. My belly is not for public consumption just because I'm pregnant, and right. and that's the thing. Her body is not for public consumption just because she's out walking around. And you know, if if I just start rubbing on you, you have a fucking fit. So be considerate when you do this to other people. Yeah. And they have another clip. Let's see that what this one is. How do you define the modern woman? I need to know. I would say that she's independent. Mm-hmm. She uh, does not feel the need to be completely submissive to a man. Mm-hmm. Um, she does what she wants, and she just is a certified bad bitch. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay yeah um so it's kind of it's kind of interesting because um rev run is saying all this shit but like his daughters and stuff like they you know they like they are I believe are models or something like that like angela simmons um like it's 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 weird because and because and a lot of people are bringing this up like it was against his point right like oh your daughter out here with no clothes on so what the fuck do you know but i i'm i'm my my bet is that he doesn't approve of that and he thinks less of her for that and thinks if something did happen to her he would be the first to be like it's your fault yeah this is why this is your fault going around here without enough clothes on and Mm -hmm. shit like that Mm -hmm. um so i you know people that brought that up i was like i really don't know if if that even is a point to him kamora lee simmons you know, I I doubt that that's a, a a a point to him to be like, well, she's a model and all that. He'd just be like, so. Well, I have a question. Well, never mind. I'm about to say it, it, it's almost that double standard because you know, if men were walking around and, and and women were constantly grabbing for their dick and their balls and squeezing their asses and and touching on them inappropriately, unwanted, they would have a fucking fit. You know, as much. Well, as- it doesn't. 
and I the reason that doesn't jive is because patriarchy is so huge in our society and in our society um being framed by men um and their wants and desires is so different that it's so much would have to change for men to feel like like even if a perfect example the man who was in the gas station and mm-hmm. the two women started twerking on him mm-hmm. and he called the police right you saw the response from men which was terrible right all oh, this pussy ass nigga i was he, this. Did, he did the right thing though yeah but still that right. that was this you know th- so that that example won't pass the muster with a lot of people because in their eyes the idealized man is the guy who goes um i you know i'm out here trying to fuck every bitch i see and you know if you're not then you what you gay nigga something wrong with you you know like so i don't even know that 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 example was gonna hold weight with a lot of this tyrese crowd type if if women were doing it to you you know also they're gonna make this idea of like well i don't put out that vibe i put i have on a lot of clothes and shit but just once again missing the point that men and our fashion is just completely different completely also if you weren't wearing a lot of clothes people still wouldn't just come up and grab you and shit that's right if if it was but to to further your example i would say not if a bunch of women were grabbing them if a bunch of men did yeah yeah if if you wore shorts and a bunch of men came up and started grabbing you because now we're in the unwanted attention category for most straight heteronormative men that are that are looking down on on women for dressing like this those guys would totally be like no that's not okay i didn't say they could touch me and i would punch them in the face and i would do all these violent things but they don't want to just come out and say well because it's not okay and that is got to be how a lot of women feel you know whether it's a woman or a man coming up and just grabbing you because you got on a tiny a short dress you know what i mean it's not like you didn't say that was okay and your dressing of that doesn't say it's okay and it's amazing that as much information as there is as many women are outspoken about it in 2016 um you still got dudes thinking like this that are allowed to have like this national platform to give their advice and all this type of shit it's kind of sad you know it's sad and to me i don't know to me it's just it's just irritating because just one of those things where like you said if you know all of a sudden straight dudes out walking all of a sudden uh they get grabbed by men regardless of what the men's sexuality is they just grabbed by men they would have a fit but the thing is you feel threatened and odds are you're strong what happens to somebody that is groped and they aren't strong like you know because most women aren't stronger than the man that's fucking touching her right so it's not the same you can quote unquote defend yourself or at least you feel like you can defend yourself what are you doing if you're in a situation where you can't defend yourself and there's nothing you can do from this person that just feels like touching you right yeah i don't know but i don't know every it's funny because i just feel like it's so difficult to uh really hate on amber rose although a lot of people do find ways i find like it's kind of difficult because a lot of the shit that she's facing a lot of the people that that don't like her seem to be wrong right. you know what i mean like and i'm not like i don't know enough about her really to uh harbor like a lot of resentment or anything Me either. but when i find people making arguments about why they don't fuck with her it's always some shit where i'm like 
but not you sound like the asshole not her you know what i mean right well look what she got on like and you you know what about her relationship with kanye and that that don't got shit to do with what she's saying right now yeah she she's not smart well neither are the people talking shit to her like come on now i don't understand like the the things that are being said to her are dumber than than the, the things she's saying and then you know the 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 shade between the kardashians and kanye and all that shit like they seem to have worked that out but even when that was going on i just remember being like but she she had a point you know like i don't understand why you know it's okay for uh these women of class quote unquote and and uh having all this money to shit on her as a sex worker when her, her sister essentially made a bunch of money that way like i don't know it's just people make it difficult to not like her in my opinion and you know and it's funny because she doesn't really put anything out right like she had this book she had a book but i haven't met anybody that's read this book or quotes this book or talks about this book um she you know she'll be on like a tv show or get interviewed or radio show but she doesn't like make a radio show she doesn't have make music she you know like pretty much the appeal is she's a very attractive woman and she's against slut shaming and people's response is slut shaming her which makes her relevant so right it's all it's also weird to me like her status in america is just mostly one where if people weren't acting like a fucking idiot uh she wouldn't even be famous but people act horrible towards her you know and she's willing to go places and discuss these things that you know but those people make her relevant i wouldn't go discuss those things on those people's platforms but she does and it helps her be relevant because they're doing it you know so this is interesting man it's also weird that that you would book her as a guest and then immediately try to slut shame her with that well look what you got on shit like that's (sighs) celebrities dumb they really, a, a lot of them are well you know what i take that are. back people are dumb because they just right, celebrities people. just famous people yep, they're you know people, what i mean right. but tyrese is stupid rev run is stupid you know anyway um let's see what else i want to talk about uh oh rachel dolezal had her son she had a baby a lot of people forgot she was pregnant god shit i didn't even know that's right her new baby boy langston atticus dolezal was born Mm-hmm. Langston Atticus uh Dozal. So I'm good. Well, where'd she get the name from? Hmm? I'm assuming Langston Langston Hughes. Oh, word? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I heard Atticus before too. Didn't we cover him one time? We sure did. Uh but uh she spelled that different. because uh, I don't think that's how it's spelled. But she spelled it A T T I C K U S but um maybe she was thinking about um uh at well i don't know there's there's more than one atticus um uh atticus finch um i think you might be thinking about addicts christmas addicts that's who it is yes yeah we cover him but atticus finch is uh to kill a mockingbird um so i don't know man she spelled it wrong either way maybe she put the k in there for samuel addicts but you know congratulations rachel I wonder when this baby's gonna identify it well she said the baby she didn't reveal the identity or the ethnicity of the baby's father so apparently whatever she wants it to be i'm assuming oh, Lord. 
that baby knows it's gonna be black it don't matter if his father's eminem that baby's gonna be black as far as she's concerned so um so there you go man good good for you rachel go away <laughs> she can't even have a baby just go away what is that what having a baby is not a thing that she is doing to that that's her life that's just her life she didn't right, go on a talk show about having a baby no, she just she, had no, a baby she doesn't no she, no, no, okay. no she doesn't but but it don't got to be the fucking front page of the news Nobody it wasn't the front page all the time it wasn't the front page i went and saw this on the root.com and i just thought it would be an interesting thing to cover man i didn't know it's gonna engender all this hate damn <laughs> it ain't the baby fault i'm sorry baby she just had a baby that's all um let's see what else happened um oh a lot of people been talking about this um uh well now the the headlines a little misleading but um it is also unfortunate and kind of true a judge won't let kesha escape dr luke contract Despite the pop star's sexual abuse allegations, the judge says it's not reasonable to decimate a contract that was heavily negotiated. On Friday, pop star Kesha Rose Sabert and songwriter-producer Dr. Luke uh, squared off in a New York courtroom in a contentious dispute in which the sanctity of a recording contract is being examined in light of sexual abuse allegations. Dr. Luke has come out ahead. Kesha, who alleges that Dr. Luke drugged and raped her a decade ago and has committed ongoing abuse and has been pushing for a preliminary injunction that would allow her to record outside of Dr. Luke's purview, her attorneys have told the judge that the careers of pop stars are short and that if an injunction doesn't issue, their irreparable harm she faces is a ruined career. After being briefed on the arguments, New York Supreme Court Justice Shirley uh, Cornreich uh, was skeptical. You're asking the court to decimate a contract that was heavily negotiated and typical for the industry, uh, said the judge to Mark Garagos, the attorney for Kesha, who sat in the back row with her mother, Peeb, and uh, looked solemn. Cornwright heard arguments that Dr. Luke had investigate, invested a substantial amount, $60 million in her career, and that the producer had agreed to allow her to record without his involvement. The judge told Garagos that decimates your argument, adding, my instinct is to do the commercial, commercially reasonable thing. Her decision to deny an injunction came amid planned protests from, from Kesha fans outside the courtroom. Dr. Luke's own position is that Kesha and her reps are attempting to extort him in order to extricate her from contracts with Luke Kimos, with Luke's Kimosabi Records uh, label housed under Sony. He denies the sexual abuse and attributes her action to becoming frustrated by a star career. His attorneys, led by Christine Lepera, have argued that Kesha's claims come too late and are too vague. The harm is overstated and she's not likely to prevail on her discrimination, harassment, and hate claim, crime claims, nor beat his ones for allegedly breaching a contract and committing defamation. At today's hearing, Justice Cornwright's role was sorting through this mess, deciding not only whether an injunction should be issued, but also whether or uh, to grant either of the dueling motions to dismiss cornwright spoke of the lack of medical evidence such as hospital records to corroborate the assault allegations i don't understand why i have to take the extraordinary measure of granting an injunction she said garagos acknowledged that kesha has always been amenable i mean amenable yeah to recording with sony separate from luke's company but also that the offer from the company side amounted to a loser a loose illusory promise um which i think means she thought they was lying like they they were saying oh no we're not gonna have you do this but that, that was bullshit they really were gonna do it kesha 
may have to oh let's go back to may have to accept dr luke's offer as the only available option for her at the moment the judge didn't make a ruling on the motions to dismiss reserving that decision for a later time but did point out some vagueness in cash's counterclaims and may have an opportunity to file uh it may give her an opportunity to file a amended version um so yeah i promise that it's unenforceable due to its indefiniteness and lack of mutuality uh where one side is bound to perform an example of this will be an agreement between a seller and buyer which states that the seller agrees to sell all of the ice cream he wants to to the buyer so yeah basically um Kesha's whole thing is sony said they offered to um they offered to let me record without dr luke being involved but they really couldn't provide any guarantee guarantees like there was no nothing that they provided that made me feel like i he definitely wouldn't be involved and i shouldn't have to deal with that yeah and there was like a hashtag free kesha you know from her recording contract and stuff that was um trending on twitter and stuff like that i don't know um you know what the alternative is gonna be but it sounds like she gonna have to work with this guy's company quote-unquote not under his supervision uh which if you think about it if 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 you want to like put it this way if the idea is that she's faking uh rape accusation and and other things to get out of this contract right um like to me that sounds like a stretch but even if that was a case wouldn't you want to let her out of the contract you know what i mean even if that was the case like neither part i'm willing to like if if you believe that version is that right. she's willing to lie and fake a rape allegation to get out of a contract it seems like even if you thought the worst of her you would think let's just get her let her out of the contract so she can go right the As other company, thing is why would you want to deal with that yeah as a company it seems like you would just be like yeah you can go it's it's it's, it's cool fine. we're not gonna pay you anything but you can go because yeah. you breached contract you're obviously not happy here bye right that's if you don't believe her if you believe her then it's even more reason to be like yeah you can go like and this guy gotta go and you know what i'm saying like right because he's he's associated with sony which is the larger which is the larger entity uh that actually owns him so it's one of those things where you go well sony do you really want to have this continue to go to the court where your name is sony name is constantly thrown up up there so well you know what you're you're sony the company that's dealing with this fight with kesha and it sounds like the result is she has to record with his company but he says he won't be involved and i don't which i I don't know how you how is enforce that, even, that right how is that even possible so i don't know but i remember when i heard that last year and i thought like wow this is this got intense because it went from kind of like we don't like each other to he raped me and it was like ooh, that that doesn't sound like a good environment because legally you're now working for your rapist correct you know what i mean like regardless of the fact that he may or may not be involved in the everyday inner workings of how you make an album he's still the guy signing the checks that's you know that's got to be a terrible situation to be in yep and nobody cares about victims of rape so it's just one of those things where even if the judge quote-unquote believes her she's like well bitch you gotta fulfill your contract and it's like word word like that's what we gonna do uh jeb bush has officially dropped out of the uh race for a republican president good he should have dropped out a long time ago 
yeah this came last week after he or this came this week but last week he tweeted out a picture of his gun mm-hmm. which is uh the most savage thing i've ever seen come on now I, I i retweeted and just said man i hope you're not thinking about harming yourself because i was thinking maybe he tweeted out to say i'm gonna kill myself with this gun you know who knows i didn't know people was just assuming he was like trying to scare some people uh but you know i don't know that he was trying to scare him i just think he was tripping i don't know like it's it's amazing we're in a, a, a age and a time where you can be running for president and twit pick a fucking gun only if you're white only if you're white like oh well that's true i mean obama like, would never twit pick his glock come on only if you white yeah because they would demand that you not run and step down immediately you twit pick a gun yeah that's just such a this is such an amazing thing that happened like i saw that picture and i just went nah that can't be and the name had the name governor judge jeb bush is embroidered on the gun i mean it's etched into the steel nice so ain't like you don't know whose gun it belongs he's probably never fired that shit but yeah i just hope you don't use it on himself or nothing because jesus yeah somebody bought up in the thing you know they're joking him because you know you the you, you the bush and you didn't even win you in fact you didn't even get to the final two dog not just that but this is like eli manning winning two super bowls for peyton one one yeah that yeah that and you know what maybe it's just me and i might be wrong but i don't really know if jeff bush really wanted to run the first place i really hate because the whole time he was trying to be reasonable he was trying to be rational i was like dog you ain't gonna get far yeah you ain't gonna get far being a middleman trying to quote unquote wait everybody out <laughs> yeah so not not in this election now if there was no um donald trump you might have a chance but not with the 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 clown car race they got going on right now yeah it's funny because he was trying anything like right before he put out that picture of his gun he had said uh president obama missed the opportunity to promote his family as a model for others to follow uh this nigga got a drug addict daughter his brother had two fucking luscious as daughters while he was working uh in the white house like who the fuck are you to tell somebody else about how their family should be behaving um in the white house you'll never be there unless you're visiting yeah he said this is a place where i think president obama missed a real golden opportunity because he has a stable family loving children great balanced children from what i could tell a strong relationship with his wife and he could have shown that as a model for others to emulate and i think he i don't think he's done it as much you know that that's a that's a size well not just that you know that's clearly uh dog whistling for black people who don't have good family so if they saw the obama's having a good family they would want to do it uh maybe he's a private person but i think that's important bush said of obama i think how you lead your life as president is important as a five-point plan you have to, to deal with whatever subject it is um so he argued that bush argued that family is the best remedy to alleviating poverty and lifting people out of socioeconomic class they were born into pointing to welfare programs that discourage marriage by time benefits to non-marital status um so all right anyway glad he's gone me too plus it just felt like trump was giving him a wedgie the whole debate so yeah he, he didn't stand a chance he should like i said i really don't think running was his idea because honestly i think if this was his idea 
he'd have stuck in there. I really think that he was running because somebody pushed him or told him to run. Uh, porn star Danica Dillon has dropped her lawsuit against Josh Duggar, reportedly acknowledges she made up the rough sex claims, which is really fucked up because uh, she she basically said that he sexually assaulted her um last year uh once remember when that um that like he had a dating profile thing came out and uh she and then it even then there was like evidence that he like could not have been having sex with her at the times and days that she said because he was in other places and other events where it was verified like he just wouldn't have been able to make it do this wherever she was but she's continued to go forth with it um well she filed a five hundred thousand dollar lawsuit against josh duggar over rough sex allegations and she has now dropped her claim uh that was the other thing too is it was allegedly consensual sex you know it wasn't like a rape thing but she said he got too rough during sex um then he convinced her that he changed and then they met up again and they had sex and he went he was even rougher um so she was suing him for that now i think a lot of people piled on because hey at the time he was public enemy number one because his family is you know pieces of shit pretty much and they had this whole sexual um scandal going on at the time and i think they even lost their show yeah they did so it was a lot of people being like yeah fuck them these what a sick animal you know getting even more but um uh, apparently she ended up having or she ended up dropping the case now you know i don't know that that means her point wasn't valid or what her reasons were but this is all according to tmz right Mm -hmm. um dylan alleged she met josh at the strip club where she'd been working the pair she said later had sex on two occasions while consensual it was rough to the point of causing her physical and emotional injuries but according to tmz she's now confirmed she falsified her claim josh's lawyers have been have been about to file paperwork of their own conclusively proving josh's alibi tmz explains previously previous reports had also cast doubt on the timing of her allegations given that josh logistically couldn't have been in the place that she claimed that she was during their sex sessions both in an intimate and more general geographical context uh if nothing else the attention her suit gained dylan has landed her the cover of hustler magazine alongside a guy who paints with his penis and some slutty girl scouts um you know what man this is kind of fucked up too because this feeds directly into the well you know these bitches just be lying so they can get you know more publicity and shit so it's like if you are telling these lies you know and it's looking like well it's just to get attention and it is benefiting your career it just feeds into all the fucking women that do end up getting slandered by people that say that that's what happens and they actually got assaulted right yeah yeah all the people that you know are actual victims and then you come in and and you're like most women that come forward have they are not making this shit up right so it's like why would you want to come in on some i'm gonna ride the wave type bullshit um setting a lot of you know setting back this the the entire i don't know it's just so fucked up man that's a very fucked up thing to do man um and especially when you do like it's not like she was like oh i got intimidated or they just gave me enough money to go away it's oh no we got evidence that he's wasn't where you said okay i'm dropping my suit you know what i mean like that's so fucked up what's gonna happen i don't know man i think especially especially i don't know yeah it's one it's one of those things where 
did it really truly sound like she made this up and like i said most victims to come forward don't make this up they really have been sexually assaulted and there's no benefit for them coming forward yeah that, that's so that's really messed up man that's why most don't uh raven simone lied speaking of liars um she said that she was shoved off of the red carpet because people saw kylie jenner come in and she got pushed off oh. uh the carpet because is it because you have a ghetto name hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> hmm? Hmm? well um there's actual video of the moment that she says this thing happened oh lord and now that the video's out you can see the real i like it i love it what's the one beauty product that you can't live without you're busy you're on the view you're always working elizabeth arden elizabeth arden eight hour queen That she was, left on her own accord. What is happening here? That's the assault, Karen. She was uh, pushed off the red carpet, and um, she was assaulted. And of course, she needed to, you know, needed to let the world know. So she has been. She, she clearly was pushed, Karen. Didn't you see the shove? I saw her shoving her own ass out the way, trying to move, talking about something more important coming so i don't know uh let's see what else did we want to talk about um, oh here's one this is uh kind of heavy a lot of people are getting into this and a lot of people are like y'all talk about it on the show and i was like i don't know if i'm gonna i don't know that we're gonna agree uh on this but um apparently one of the actual black lives matter organization um leaders not Mm -hmm. you know the way that people generally refer to black freedom and civil rights like movement as black lives matter but like an actual co-founder of black lives matter chicago okay um uh, i believe her name was aislin pulley or aislin pulley um uh she decided that she didn't want to go meet president obama uh president obama um had a uh powwow where he invited civil rights activists and leaders from around the country to the white house to discuss a range of issues on february 18th uh i think deray went there were were a bunch of people that actually did go some people enjoyed and found it to be a fulfilling uh meeting uh i believe uh, the president actually stayed longer than he promised that he would so you know they were able to get more uh said and spoke and discussed than they were um than they originally even thought they would but uh asleen decided not to go um and she wrote on truthout.org and it's truth-out.org her reasoning for not going you know uh, she didn't have to explain it to me but that's just me right yeah personally because if she don't want to go she don't have to go there's no obligation for her to go and people just flip the fucking fools when they well you it does not matter if she don't want to go she's not obligated to right and honestly while i he's black and he's the president he still is the president of the united states so he's always going to represent the establishment the status quo to a lot of people the opposition to a lot of people right um and the imagery and what it means to be seen with the president 
are, is not always positive to a lot of people it just depends on your perspective some people's perspective is like well now it looks like i've been co-opted you know now it looks like uh i just wanted to do all this shit to know no to, to nudge up to the president and that's not why i did it you know um now people will use this against me you know whenever they try to dis uh to when they try to show that that my message is, is not real they'll go well look at you you just want to take pictures with the president i mean you you say you against some of his policies but here you are you know it's kind of like what happened to chris christie mm-hmm. you know where it's like as unfair as that criticism can be people are like oh you you ain't have a problem hugging up to obama when you said da 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 you like, know yeah because i need the money from my, from my state i am a representative for the people in this state right but i'm saying in the, as an activist right. with her it would still be kind of like you know say the president comes out and he has to do his thing where I, no president is ever gonna be able to say the police are corrupt and killing people and bad he's never no uh, president's ever gonna be able to say that nope. so every single president that will ever talk about uh police doing something bad is gonna have to preface it with police are mostly good and they have a hard job and it's very tough what they do then they're gonna you know then some presidents not all some presidents will then turn and go and this is where the police fucked up you know what i'm saying most are not going to even say that part but let's just but keeping it real that the job is not going to allow you to come out there and just be like yo the police in ferguson are pieces of shit the end you gotta then you gotta go into but we can't burn down the, the convenience store you know like you can't just come out and un and just uh unabashedly support black people it's just not gonna happen with that office so some people need to be distanced from that in general because you may or you may already or have to and continue to critique the office of the president and the man that is the president right. uh, or the woman that's the president or whatever happens after this right so it's understood to me before even reading this right but what happens is people see the headline black lives matter leader doesn't meet with president and then they go oh all these niggas don't meet with the president one is one person explaining her perspective one person too many people did meet with the president and you can follow them on twitter and their social media and see what they felt about it you know some of them felt more positive than others um three just because the other people enjoyed it and because he gave a longer um opportunity to discuss it than um they uh had anticipated doesn't mean that she would have enjoyed it correct so i saw a lot of people being like well deray seemed to have a good time and he said that it was very you know it was a lot better done than he thought yeah asley might have went there and still walked out like it was bullshit to me it was nothing but a glorified photo op i don't like this shit and y'all would have been mad at her for saying that too right you know um so yeah february 18th civil rights activists and leaders from around the country were invited to the white house for what obama the Obama administration has called a first of its kind intergenerational meeting to discuss a range of issues including administration's efforts on criminal justice reform and building trust between law enforcement and communities they serve the event guest lists include high profile civil rights leaders such as al sharpton student organizer Deshanya ware and others as the co-founder of black lives matter chicago i was issued an invitation to this event and various news outlets have already listed me as an attendee but as a radical black organizer living and working in a city that is now widely recognized as a symbol of corruption and police violence i do not feel that a handshake with the president is the best way for me to honor black history month or the black freedom fighters whose labor laid the groundwork for the historic movement that we are living in 
i respectfully decline the invitation to the white house to discuss the criminal legal reform and to celebrate black history month i was under the impression that a meeting was being organized to facilitate a genuine exchange on the matters facing the millions of black and brown people in the united states instead what was arranged was basically a photo opportunity and a 90 second soundbite for the president i could not with any integrity participate in such a sham that will only serve to legitimize the false narrative that the government is working to end police brutality and the institutional racism that fuels it for the increasing number of families fighting for justice and dignity for their kin slain by police i refuse to give in to give its perpetrators and enablers political cover by making an appearance among them so to me like i said it seems that the meeting didn't turn out to be the 90 second soundbite or the um just a photo op or whatever but at the same time i don't know that she would think that like she may attended this meeting and still came away feeling this way and i understand people being like well you'll never know if you don't go but she already had made up her mind not to go and if other people went and didn't have that experience then that's good for them uh angela davis i believe was i think i just saw someone asking her thing was angela davis like who like who do you support bernie and hillary and she was like i don't really support the political process of voting for a president and all that shit in the first place like that's not gonna change (laughs) people dying in the streets yeah and i you know and i was like yeah i understand that point of view me too you know um so it's kind of interesting to see people turn on folks because you know it's like pick a side it was like my side is black people dying right like that like like people and it's funny how people quote unquote claim they want you to be uh they don't like like you can't have uh be concerned about these multiple things at one time but if you're concerned about this only one thing people go well why aren't you concerned about this other shit it's like well my whole purpose is stop killing us well what about this no my goal is stop killing us and people try to derail the focus of whatever this person's mission or goal is and and it's just weird sometimes when you see people not respond well to somebody saying that i prefer to decline for my own personal reasons and it's like well it's the president but that does not matter to me it doesn't matter who runs the country because at the end of the day i just want people to stop dying and people to be treated right which is much larger than the position of uh, whoever is running the president yeah and and like i said i i understand her point of view and i think people need to allow for a few things here one of those being that the people who um the people who decide these things based on the the idea that you know they are speaking up in the ways that they can to try to stop anti-blackness in this country if you were sitting on your couch then shut the fuck up you know what i mean like it's okay to, for her to have a differing opinion than you it's you know what i mean like it's like she doesn't need to be shut down she's not disrespecting president obama she's not mm-hmm. you know doing any of that shit like just it's cool she is a black person that just doesn't have the same opinion of, of you she respectfully declined she didn't call him like Man, a coon or some right. shit or she didn't say everybody at Kenyon is a piece of shit like nope if you read that into it or if there's like some personal issues with her where you you know that that's what she's subtweeting or whatever to this you know to this article i don't i don't have that insight but nope and we're not a monolith yeah in general like we have to allow that black people that may have the same goals and the same ideas in mind just serve different functions 
and not everybody's of one accord all the time you know sometimes i see like the interactivist beef through twitter and shit because i follow different people that are involved in that space and even then i'm like you know it's easy for everyone on the outside to be like that's petty or why can't y'all just do but it's like that that's also unrealistic correct to to think that all black people just gonna get along and that you know there'll be no no conflicts of personality no conflicts of interest no uh nobody that's uh that that has decided to do things a different way and and all of the debate that comes along with that um you know not to mention just like i said and i've been trying to stress it on the show but even the title black lives matter is just not really true for like there's black lives matter as an organization but as far as the media is concerned um black lives matter is any black person that is talking about uh black you know shit. talking about black shit yeah you know it's like oh okay you, you're in black lives matter now you know you 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 know i remember uh like i said i i had a hashtag pop off bernie so black and i saw several art- articles call me an activist you know what i mean just mm-hmm. i never described myself as an activist mm-hmm i wouldn't describe myself as an activist nope. and yet there we are here we are i'm an activist now if somebody read those articles and got mad at me like they would be wrong to be mad at me but they would be right to be mad i i'm not an activist and i don't claim that right you know what i'm saying and and i didn't get to write the article i don't decide which words they use mm-hmm. and for in a large part there's this struggle between um black lives matter and other activists because black lives matter the org i mean and versus this black lives matter the movement all of us gets labeled the same shit mm-hmm. so you have people that are like so-and-so's in black lives matter and it's like but they're not mm-hmm. like they are they do like they don't the purpose might be the same quote yeah, unquote, yeah but as far as like the official organization no and there's not really a clear distinction being made in the media or uh and the only time i see a distinction made among activists is normally during some type of beef not like there has i haven't seen this official like public statement of here are the people in black lives matter if they're not these people please don't refer to them as part of our organization they may be member you know they're part of this movement it's you know it's kind of complicated but i think a lot of that leads to some of this infighting and shit and it also leads to people feeling like they own everybody under this label so when someone says i'm in black lives matter i'm a co-founder of chicago chapter but i'm also not going to see the president and it leads to a bunch of titles on articles that just says black lives matter refuse to leave with president meet with president mm-hmm. and then you have all this reaction you know so at any rate i'm not mad at this lady Mm-mm. you know if she don't want to meet with the president she doesn't have to man it's you know i i, I don't because the other part of this is i don't think her meeting with the president is going to change anything that the other people who did go meet with the president would change correct you know what i'm saying because there's been a lot of like you know well if she doesn't meet other people are going guys don't don't come down on her you know it like uh, i'm sure someone else will convey the ideas that they would like convey you know so um you know and and some people went and enjoyed it and felt that it was a positive experience you know um and i would know that i wouldn't doubt their sincerity either you know because i feel like that's the other thing is like when they went obviously they pieces of shit now it's like i don't doubt their sincerity you know um uh also i believe uh who else was it 
um oh yeah um so uh apparently they they do have an article about it on time um the meeting met with uh the meeting with president obama lasted over 90 minutes for over an hour on thursday 31 year old activist activist and educator Brittany packnett sat beside president obama at a table in the roosevelt room in the white house for a unique meeting of the minds the nation's first african-american president convened a group of activists both young and old for a discussion on how he can spend his final year in office tackling issues that impact black the black community from criminal justice reform to police community relations though one activist for obama's hometown publicly slammed the meeting as a photo opportunity and a 90 second soundbite for the president according to packnett the meeting was the complete opposite of that so they're already trying to pit them against each other uh we had a conversation that lasted for over 90 minutes packing tells time the president actually extended himself uh because he wants to continue the conversation we had a lot of opportunity to elevate various strategies that are help happening on the ground as far as criminal justice reform working on police violence and the systemic educational inequities Packnett is one of several young activists to emerge into onto the national stage in the wake of the events in Ferguson. She was a key member to the movement around the Michael Brown shooting, and she went on to serve on the president's task force on 21st century policing, a, bo- a body which released a report outlining some steps that could be taken to improve relationships between communities of color and the police. On Thursday, she sat alongside Al Sharpton, the founder and president of the National Action Network, Wade Henderson, the president of the Leadership Conference on Civil and Human Rights, uh, fellow protester and campaign zero co-founder deray mckesson for what the white house does is an intergenerational meeting the energy in the room packnet says was spirited though those gathered uh made note of the historic nature of the meeting there was a great sense of urgency among the leaders both young and old to make progress on a range of issues their conversation with the president included criminal justice reform policing voting rights and nomination to the supreme court just of a supreme court justice they also discussed one uh use of police force police policies and uh included hog tying and shoot to kill according to packnet president obama agreed to investigate those issues on the federal level a lot of conversation was not just about what can happen in the next 10 months but in the next 10 years as we can come together and continue to do work patnick says one of the most important things that the president has said for all of us to is continue to focus on the work uh packnick made a point um that because the black lives matter movement is decentralized there's flexibility among those affiliated to use their voices to say in ways that they see fit a statement she said was not aimed at the chicago activists who snubbed the event we can utilize so many tactics protest is incredibly important policy is incredibly important it was important that there were real protesters in the room today and that this white house has continued to engage with protesters and activists across the country at the meet the meeting president obama also called it a robust conversation saying there's no better way for us to celebrate black history month uh yeah um and he also said they were better organizers than he ever was when he was in uh chicago or whatever but um like i said man i think people need to realize that despite the end goals there's not one way to get there nope and not everybody's gonna agree on every way so yeah and uh it's one of those things where you have to have people fighting on the inside you also have to have people fighting on the outside and sometimes people on the outside come in and sometimes people on the outside choose to stay out purposefully too because like you have to do it on both fronts and you need to me personally you need people on both fronts constantly pushing the issues yeah i've read i don't know if it was adam clayton powell's biography if it was uh this thing with with uh, muhammad ali but it was i do remember there being like 
this behind the scenes like yeah we work together but in public it may seem that we're working against each other or we have problems with each other but behind the scenes we realize both of these elements need to exist or else it's pointless you know so um you know who knows who's working together and who's not and the the framing the media would like is these activists are beefing with each other so that they can dismiss them period right dismiss but, the whole thing yeah but the the work's not going away and the need for this work isn't going away and the need for people to be speaking about it isn't going away so at the end of the day it doesn't really matter they can put headlines and make it seem easy to dismiss them a million times but it's just never gonna um it's never gonna go away and like i said i i don't uh, completely understand the inner workings of who has gripes with um with who and why you know what i mean from what i've been able to gather it seems that black lives matter as an organization existed before ferguson but it wasn't until mike brown was shot and killed in the street that that really took off on twitter and all this stuff because that was the hashtag people were using and because of that it has also caused a lot of confusion as people associate folks that aren't even in the organization of black lives matter with the movement of black lives matter um and i I, it seems that there's people that feel like the organization hasn't taken enough steps to distance themselves from the movement and say this isn't our movement this is not something we started uh as far as uh being on the ground at ferguson and organizing all this stuff um although we do have some of the same goals of black freedom and liberation in mind um and then right and and then of course by not distancing themselves when people write about it obviously it 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 big ups the org and big downs the org right Mm because whenever people disagree they still associated with the whole organization right um so you have you know you have that and then there's been a lot of like these people are the ones who started black lives matter and they don't get any credit while there's people from ferguson that are like well they didn't start this movement though like maybe they started that organization but we're not members of that organization and we had people down here trying to help you know so it seems to be like a lot of inner workings right there and it doesn't help when a headline that talks about black lives matter immediately just says black lives matter blank no explanation (laughs) and it could be one person it could be it could be somebody who's not even a member but it's just like black lives matter does this or black lives matter organizes so and so and it's like well is this person did you vet that person as a member of this of any of these chapters are they just saying they black right or are you just saying a black person talking about black shit is black lives matter (laughs) yes because there is a difference right so it's you know it's it seems to be pretty complicated and the media doesn't seem to want to like sess it out so it's it's kind of ends up in the hands of different activists and organizations to like fight it out which is it's kind of you know which is which is kind of unfortunate because it was, seems like better journalism would do a lot of the work for people yeah I, and it, I, I don't and I maybe because I'm old, but I think a lot of real journalism is dead now. I think journalism is a lot of people that are journalists now, they're fucking lazy. They, all they want is click pieces. Nobody does their research anymore. You do have something to do. Most don't, though. Most people don't do their research. Most people don't um, check uh, to be sure that shit is valid. Most people just want to be the first versus be right. 
Yeah, and I've seen like DeRay and Netta clarify that they're not in the organization of Black Lives Matter many times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, everybody still go, y'all black and y'all talking. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them be like, yeah, uh, I'm I'm not in this organization. I'm not even a joiner like that. And people still be like, the next headline, Black Lives Matter activists. And it's like, hey, what are you going to do? You know? Um, anyway, uh, good luck to everybody involved, you know? And, uh, uh let's go to this um have you heard about this uh damn daniel thing Mm-mm. nope uh well apparently um uh, there's a team that went viral for rocking some sick vans um, v-a-n v-a-n-s okay um let me see if i can play the audio of the clip damn daniel Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again with the white man. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again with the white bands. Dusty man. Damn, Daniel. Yeah, this sounds like some teenager shit. Yep. Apparently that he went viral for rocking them white vans, dog. I like that. <laughs> That's um, cute. People uh people really enjoying the white vans. I saw this all on Twitter all Saturday. He's gonna make this shoes, right? Uh, I'm assuming that shoes. Yeah, the shoes. Yeah. Okay, he's gonna make the shoe sale go up. Maybe, you know. Um <laughs> it's just and it's just all someone collected all the clips of being of them complimenting him on his vans. That's just Anyway, I thought it was cute. And and the, the person's voice made video. I know. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um. All right. Let's see. I feel like we pretty much fucked with black people already. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me just double check to see if there's any stories under here that I really wanted to cover. Oh, yeah. I do want to cover this one. All right. So here's um here's a fucking with black people for everybody um let's see i'll put this music on so we can uh, get it right we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go around and gather up articles that fuck with black people and we score them from zero to a hundred in intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, uh, everybody, but, uh, mostly hotels. Um, here we go. <laughs> Why are hotels calling for the resignation of Ebony's senior editor, Jamila Lemieux? Oh shit. Written by Char Melody. They got a Hotep chapter. What's happening here? Uh yeah, normally Hotep is seen as some sort of a uh what we would call an insult. It's been going around. But uh not everybody finds it to be insulting. Uh Char Melody uh says as a woman in a highly respected position and responsible for the impressions placed on the minds of many jamila lemieux has been deemed irresponsible with authority comes 
responsibility and i'm going to unfold how careless she has been with her position of power she quoted a tweet from jamila that says the university of youtube presents this year's valedictorian she did her uh thesis work at alex l uh on alex l memes and it's a link to uh this lady who wrote this charmelody's uh twitter account um where she wrote feminism may have provided the emotional pedestal for black pride but did nothing more than aid in destroying black families women got overly cocky and failed their own men in exchange for freedom for oppression which is in quotes uh from a question uh infiltrate the family with an ideology that feels good let the people you infiltrated destroy themselves with lack of knowledge and blind faith wrote this black women are not god black men are not god the unity of black men and black woman is god uh who wrote this charmelody this is her twitter account she's also the person who wrote this article mm. um so she uh if you want to know what she's currently tweeting about she pinned this tweet natural hair is the bitch nigga repellent it's like rave for the simple-minded materialistic calcified flesh-eating fake niggas <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, stay woke y'all stay woke mm-hmm. so uh anyway uh she wrote this my colleagues and i have been assaulted by this woman and her feminist cult on numerous occasions that's right y'all in the feminist cult now if you follow jamila uh you disagree with this lady jamila displayed dictatorial qualities uh which have been proven time and again by her abrasive actions on twitter in the examples above she elected to police my opinion and not only that in an offensive manner i'm sure this violates twitter's recent mission to curb cyberbullying she a cyberbully now yeah, i find because somebody disagree with you don't make them a cyberbully well i mean she disagreed with her and apparently that's highly irresponsible i find it ironic that this female and her cohorts complain about having their voices silenced and often use the term erasure all while becoming conductors and advocates of this exact same behavior this is the epitome of hypocrisy just because someone does not agree with feminist ideology which borders on being a cult slash gang disagreement does not call for public castigation others are allowed to express their opinions on feminism and this that is not erasure erasure is when those people express their opinions and because they don't their general narrative they are attacked unfortunately jamila is an attacker let's move on objective journalism has died and jamila is a prime example of this fact yeah you start off with female yeah you know and people never use female unless it's to fucking insult somebody like Mm -hmm. you know dudes be like female don't don't even you know i you know and i never really thought of it from that term but just listening to people i'll go yeah most people when they say female it is never in a positive way yeah it's a placeholder for bitches it's like i can't say i can't i can't say bitches at the moment so i'm gonna say females right of course i'm a female you don't have to identify me as that right females be doing such and such is always some something that way they, right they trying to come up busy. your shade the entire feminist agenda is polarized emotional and there are no facts in sight only opinions in her article bill cosby probably had to google damon waynes last week she went out of her way to attack prominent black men she refers to damon waynes as bizarre and sexist why because he doesn't align with your views there is no objectivity in her reasoning jamila is a feminist extremist and displays zero tolerance for opposition when the opposition is damon wayne's calling 
bill Cosby's victims unrapable bitches right what the fuck are you talking about oh he just disagrees with my point of view do you say the same thing about racism sister do you like do you really let people be like if a dude goes uh listen all i'm saying is black women with natural hair don't love themselves well you're allowed to i have to tolerate your opinion you know i just need to you know i understand where you're coming from it's just i have to display some tolerance man get the fuck out of here yo number one tweet tweet is saying that those niggas is bitch nigga repellent those dudes are bitches basically okay she also quoted jamila Lemieux from twitter said well she said i haven't heard anything about kazuki launching a tv network did he reveal that exclusively to hotel twitter (laughs) (laughs) and then she says jamila has abused her privilege as senior editor of the historic brand ebony magazine and taken advantage of the opportunity to assassinate a black person's character the five black sitcoms to fill the cosby void article she wrote was tasteless and malicious this is an obvious attempt at, to, at damaging his legacy and harming his income when she refers to bill cosby's defense as finally finished in another article it's almost as if she wants to see another black male behind bars aren't we fighting mass incarceration whose side are we on one minute is black lives matter the next you're jumping on the system side whatever happened to a fair trial what happened to innocent until proven guilty why is anyone who played who wants a fair trial for cosby dean hotep it must have make you sick that cosby cases are being dismissed and he's now suing his accusers i have a question are you sure if a male didn't write this under female (laughs) name I, I i'm serious i don't think a female wrote this i really do Karen, think it's being, a male for you might be right but being sexist has no gender I, and i understand that yeah 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 right. I mean, like I mean, like i mean go, go be to a, that i understand there are, i've seen women that, who yeah, believe this me shit. too i've, I've okay. seen women that believe this and, and and i'm not saying that it's not a woman but just the way that it's being written, it sounds like it's a man that want to come out and say this shit, but he know if he has a picture of him, his ashy ass on there, it'd be problems. So he feel like, well, how can I rile up the troops? I can put a woman on here and say this same fuck ass shit, and all of a sudden, I'm kind of quote unquote excused from my misogynistic ways for the simple fact that I'm posing as the opposition. I'm infiltrating. So you don't understand my brother. I'm infiltrating the system to pull this woman down. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 do you get what I'm saying? Uh, you know, me as a queen, I can attack other queens because I understand their perspective and when they come from my brother. You see, all of these, they ain't nothing but these females out there coming against the black, I mean, sorry, the black female. You know, I'm trying to have my identity. That's a man. That's a man. Okay, Karen. I don't know. If you say they are, then. I might be wrong, but I feel in my, my heart that's a man she got pictures on twitter and stuff so i don't know maybe it's catfishing or something is that what you're saying mm-hmm. all right it could be a woman i mean it, it, it and if it is she just it, it got that misogynistic as the males and fuck her too but yeah i think it's a man like she got uh pictures on, on why she on facebook too so i don't know but who knows could be catfishing i don't know um uh, so yes uh she goes on to say moving on 
she and the feminist cult gang are hurt from past relationships with men and it's showing they have very evident hate for black men they need healing before they step into positions of power because they are toxic and contagious spreading hate is not going to calm the black struggle if we fan the flames or anything just because you couldn't work things out with your baby's father doesn't mean you have to take it out on the world oh that's shade that is a hundred percent a shot at her that's fucked up man um and since we're on the topic it would be much appreciated if jamila will refrain from using her the i am a single mother line for sympathy because it's played out she is not a single mother she is a mother who happens to be single because she chose to be single every child has a father single mother is a title for women who have to raise their who have to raise their child on their own due to circumstances beyond their control jamila is not that lucky for me i'll never be invited to one of her pity parties damn that's a personal shot we read your i'm single mom but i'm also the greatest mom of all time so their article and it reeks of insecurity we read we i thought it was just one of y'all what? the whole group the whole hotel group dog in this piece you stated your concerns include not having the shortest dress at someone else's kid's birthday party it's the child's birthday party and all you can think about is how short your dress is that's narcissistic behavior it's chronicle here and toxic um yeah i <laughs> here's the thing um it sounds like she got rightfully called out on twitter come on now and then she ran to her blog to complain about jamila lemieux and thinks that she can like take her down via this uh you know this this awful (laughs) this awful blog post but at the end of the day it just makes her come off petty you know what i mean it just makes it seem like she's she's petty and tried to run to another place to attack this woman um this petty division is embarrassing for us americans of african origin if we never show solidarity support each other regardless of personal preferences how can we demand the same from other races but you're not showing solidarity how come the solidarity always begins with someone else having to shut the fuck up and never you because like solidarity wise this woman could have not written this piece right she could just not say anything back on twitter solidarity just is another way to tell somebody to shut the fuck up i saw this with uh the elaine brown thing where, where she wrote about how she doesn't agree with or like the documentary on the black panthers and she wants her part taken out and uh a black man was on that i'm friends with on twitter uh facebook was like see she shouldn't have said anything publicly because it makes black people look bad and i said how come it only makes black people look bad because a woman speaking up right like it's, it's always when a black woman speaks up that's like well you know some of this shit that black men do isn't always good and it can be harmful as well rather than saying well black men should work on that behavior and change it like we don't like uh, black men aren't supposed to be rapists black men don't have to be out here uh being misogynistic black men don't have to uh, attack uh black women domestically be domestically violent like there's a lot of ways where black men could change their behavior and then all of a sudden we could be allies in a lot of the same causes that we share but instead solidarity ends up being black women need to shut the fuck up while black men remain to be abusive because you're speaking up about it is the the real divide in the community is the fact that you decided that you're not going to take it anymore you're going to tell people about it right well now you're making us look bad not the actual act itself not the abuse itself that's not making us look bad but the fact that you're actually bringing it up and letting people know that we're not perfect that's making it look bad also as if there's just some mythical magical moment when black people being perfect is going to change the world where it's like 
oh white people don't know that black people have any problems they're gonna stop being racist like get the fuck out of here man so it's just completely um dismissive of anybody else's uh experience you know and a black woman's like yes i was raped and i was raped by a black man why you bringing it up though i mean damn you fucking up the whole race right now you know it's amazing i'm sorry i didn't cut you off what are you saying i i i think for me it could be very uh frustrating and i and i take it back it does sound like it's a female the more more you read on Mm. um and are you dark are your screens dark oh okay let me refresh um and, a second okay you can keep going now okay and i think uh for me uh personally a lot of women buy into this misogynistic bullshit uh some of them by even in it even harder than men because a lot of women are products of a lot of this misogynist um misogynistic behavior mm-hmm. and i think that uh to me it's very insulting when people feel like they have the right to tell you what it is to be a woman what it is to be a feminist like they have to define it for you because you're not smart enough or intelligent enough to define it for yourself yeah um also i mean just women can be conditioned by the same fuckery that men are conditioned by I, yeah. I mean it's not like you know you go to a church most of the time it's filled with women right you know and churches are horrible to the women yes you know? they are so so it's not you know and they and those some of those women carry that mentality out with them some of that self-hate all that shit you know so it's like this idea that black women would ever and, it, and honestly if, if we're if we're being 100 i don't even think this woman's real problem is that jamila is quote unquote feminist or speaks up for black women's mm-hmm. issues i really think this woman's problem is that they got into it somehow it's a personal attack and now she wants to take a personal attack and try to extrapolate all this out to these broader points of view when it's really not it's really just a very petty thing because right the the in the, in the scheme of things she mostly agrees with her probably about a lot of shit and if you look at this woman's twitter account she has many posts about black men fucking up you know like how you gonna call yourself a king but you do this that and the other how you gonna call yourself a god but you this that and the other so you, you you don't silence yourself and say well i don't want to attack black men because i'll make it look like black women and black men don't get along no your critiques are valid and you get to say whatever the fuck you want right. but when it comes to jamila she now has to shut the fuck up because y'all disagree one time or when maybe many times and now you gotta go uh, and write this attack log notice how we seldom see other races airing out their dirty laundry in public or shaming each other for the various opinions and decisions well only if you don't pay attention right because right, a lot of shit is out there y'all but a lot of shit because it don't directly affect us let's just keep it real we chill and rape a lot of that bullshit but a lot well, of some of it also we don't people in society just don't attribute to whiteness or right. asianness or uh indianness like we just go that those are just two white people disagreeing those are just two asian people disagreeing we don't we don't say well they're airing dirty laundry you know this is an everyday thing with black with black people however a slew of black women attacked me on social media recently because i truly feel that we do not need feminism one retweet from jamila sent my vengeance to feminist twitter hell and and that's why she wrote this you you, that's it that's why she wrote this because somebody retweeted something or she retweeted something she said and all of a sudden people say hey i don't agree with you and so you feel like well fuck you i write an article about your ass yeah it's so funny how she's talking decrying this idea of um 
uh feminism and solidarity and shit like that but at the same time she's wanting people to read this and you know come away with some type of feeling about jamila you know like um uh, <laughs> so much for feminism huh black women are supposed to be protecting each other but here they are looking for a cat fight shaking my head right. well you gave it to them you sure did and and it has a picture is that our picture up there on the video i'm assuming um, that's her we do need feminine i don't know who this person is it's a clip from youtube and it's a 37 minute yeah it must be her i guess 37 minute yeah, so it's, it's video wholeness and balanced vibrations to everyone out there um i want to make a video about feminism so that is precisely what i'm going to do um it's been on my heart to make this video for a very long time uh but i just had to do more research and you know more self-searching soul searching all that type of thing just to to really it's 37 minutes i can't play it all but yeah that seems to be her she says your insecurities with your body could be due to your soda addiction what <laughs> where did we go to why are we here i don't know we took a left we took a left soda which leads to diabetes and other health risks is a large killer of the black community you should think about laying off of it and suggest a healthier diet to women that look up to you that's just a personal suggestion this entire thing has been personal though for her it's like and she's like you're gaping insecurities anyone reading this knows you have insecurities about the fact that you and jamila don't agree right and she by the way karen she took all this from one tweet where jamila said pepsi was better than coke mm-hmm. so she you got you soda addicted you, you your diet's fucked up you got body issues mm-hmm. uh because why because you tweeted pepsi is better than coke now i do agree pepsi is the goddamn devil and coke is better but i'm saying <laughs> i would not take all that from jamila's tweet i don't mind the feminist feeble attempts to drag me for my views it's quite entertaining but it makes us all look dysfunctional and trivial but you could just not say anything if you really believe that nobody really believes that everyone says that when they just want the other people to stop and let them stay ignorant Mm -hmm. nobody ever really says you know what i mean like i've never even thought that in the middle of a discussion was like would you you just making us look bad nah if the merit of my fucking argument is correct i don't give a fuck that you disagree with me in public or private right if i believe in the merits of what i'm saying i hope more people do see it because yo and i hope more people see your dumb ass in this in front of everybody you know this is a universal law for every woman that agrees with feminism there will be a woman that disagrees mainstream platforms are reserved for women like jamila who agree with widespread ideologies and women like myself are cast out for having our own minds that this is not freedom of speech and that's not a true statement some of us don't need a ism or a schism or i see to hang or i guess ick to cling to as part of our identity not being associated with your gang doesn't mean you have to call us names don't we already have enough people calling us name uh and then she took a tweet from uh jamila that said i pushed number 17 i pushed a little girl on the train today and told her i pushed you because you were walking too slow now this clearly is out of context yes it is there were 17 tweets there was, si- there, was, there was 16 before this one right <laughs> which means she's probably telling the story it could be a joke could have been could somebody be. bad little kid she could have been telling the joke she's like hey y'all i got a joke that i, I want to share with y'all she could have you know pushed a kid that she knew who knew who knows 
oh my god this is amazing um we know you're unhappy with your life as we can see from the above tweet in which you admit to pushing the people for walking too slow you're a bully externalizing in eternal pain we ask that you seek help before stepping up to your to the privilege you've been given at ebony magazine you mean a job she earned okay and we ask that you step down to senior editor what <laughs> yeah a lot of this is jealousy too no, no matter what she said a lot of this is jealousy. but it's not like jamila's writing shit like i asked that you step down from your job at wendy's she's just like it's like you can do whatever you do with your life mm-hmm. we can just disagree or stand down by curbing your attitude and start conducting yourself properly as leader in the black community did and she ever claim she was the leader of the black community she's a leader in the black community karen everybody knows this i remember it was jesse jackson was head uh editor al at ebony uh al sharpton was working for jet that's a popular misconception a lot of people don't know he was working as a senior editor for jet and that's how they got their position <laughs> you know <laughs> it started when martin luther king was writing for pride magazine um <laughs> it's sad that all the and then she quoted some random nigga they got 11 retweets uh it's sad that all the women come for char is black bw we good for attacking our own shaking my head sincerely the hotels <laughs> you know what and i you know what i i uh leonard asked for it leonard you gonna get it i want to apologize to all the hotel niggas out there that are real hotel men my i'm i'm so sorry i did not mean to to say that one of you was pretending to be this hotel female i apologize to you brothers out there about that so i i I apologize yeah i see a lot of black men following her that i know and i'm assuming it's because she fine as fuck because it can't be because of these thoughts man these are some pretty (laughs) inflammatory takes it's just gotta be brothers but, like she got that natural hair and she fine right because it's sad <laughs> at the end of the day a lot of niggas could give a fuck about what women talk about on social media let's just keep that real and she was like yeah she crazy she saying some fucked up shit it don't directly affect me so i <sighs> don't care i'm not one of them niggas so i don't care when actually it's probably very problematic following her uh having a dick ain't shit man ain't shit it really is the ultimate like fucking um equalizer because yeah, it's kind of productive to a lot of shit that men are trying to accomplish it don't matter what's coming out of a woman's mouth at the end of the day if she find niggas gonna hit click follow like retweet she could be <laughs> she could be saying anything yeah she could say y'all ain't shit yeah. I, I i i hate niggas i'm gonna there, kill y'all tomorrow there are like, white click, click like like there are dudes following white women that call black men nigger because all day long they got a fat ass and it's like they just don't give a fuck uh anyway uh it's funny she's like i don't belong to any isms or groups and then the number thing the number one thing on her on her account is her being a vegan uh. that's a group too dog uh, uh, whatever man yeah whatever man you know i be trying to fight her and something i really really been struggling with um people like this gonna make me uh fuck around and uh join your crew i keep saying um and denouncing that i don't want to be a feminist but shit like this made me mad man it made me want to say fuck you yeah that's why i just gave up i'm like i'm a feminist i'm just taking it back i don't and don't write us about what well, i'm a no, womanist I, no, i'm I, a veganist like i'm, I'm a not humanist. even i don't give zero yeah fucks. i'm not even trying to debate with y'all over whatever y'all's um personal personal shit is right. and why, why you have to frame it a certain way i just want us all to be equal 
and all of us to get free so you know if part of that is uh i embrace the idea that men and women are equal and that makes me a feminist then that's just what i gotta be man and i don't care if you don't like it um all right so uh zero to a hundred karen oh that's a hundred fuck her that's a hundred yep uh, i gotta give it a hundred uh to, uh out of solidarity uh for <laughs> i gotta get out of solidarity i can only give it a 50 because you know i don't want to pick a side between mm-hmm. this awful awful shit she said about jamila and hotep's always get a hundred in my book <laughs> you hotep man female trans you hotep i don't care what your sexuality is you hotep you get a hundred she said sincerely the hotels dog the whole group the hotels like that's a thing she signed it with apparently so the whole group hey man good luck everybody mm, i hate that how i hate to be in that meeting didn't know what a damn thing it accomplish let's just get into this uh let's get into this uh this racism now uh where we at here we go now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we asked our contestants in the chat room to guess the race and the chat room plays along and they are racist all right uh number one on the guest race stories an oklahoma city man who sought babysitting work has been charged in child sex crimes oh man they say don't shit where you eat but i mean i mean come on you know what they say what, what did big say never get high on your own supply number five apparently 26 year old man who advertised himself on a babysitting website has been indicted in oklahoma city federal court in connection with child sex crimes i come on this site to look for a parent out there willing to give a guy a shot at babysitting said jason john john jonathan what jonathan what a, that dude that just sounds molested jonathan uh he posted on a popular babysitting website some people think that men can't babysit do the things other men did to children i'm not one of those men i'm compassionate as well as karen yo the fact that his defense (laughs) is really just like nah i'm not a molester i would like to be uh, on to take care of your kids anybody that's like yay kids you better watch them and his price was unbeatable can't five dollars an hour they should have known he was molesting them kids five dollars an hour five dollars an hour them some low ass right shit if that's not even minimum wage Mm -hmm. i mean shit even teenagers charge you 15 because that was like shit these they kids he's charging one count of sexual man imagine being the parent that has to explain this shit in court so you let him take care of your kids because his profile said he wouldn't molest them no yeah i just thought you know why not give him a chance why not take that chance on my kid you know uh janet's uh oklahoma city is charged with one count of sexual exploitation of children one count of receipt and transportation of child pornography and one count of possession and production of child pornography on december 8th agents with homeland security investigations executed a search warrant on his home while being interviewed he admitted to receiving and transmitting sexual explicit explicit images of an infant or toddler female an agent reported janet 
admitted to taking the illicit photos with the smartphone the alleged victim is not a childy babysat oh well that's good oh so it's somebody else's kid yeah so not not one that he babysat sat though not that that means he didn't do it for those but <laughs> we just ain't got on way. film he just got caught with a completely right. different baby the, the dash cam didn't catch that one he initialed the photocopies of the images to denote the ones he sent and received the agent reported that he also initialed a chat transcript depicting a conversation where he allegedly writes about sexually abusing a one-year-old female oh see that's why i got no kids his username was the lover of the little oh. it's like he wrote the how to get caught like manual uh, yeah like chris hansen would be like he wouldn't ah. even take time to cover this guy he's like this is too easy the investigation of jenna asked better began after that username emerged in a separate sex crime investigation uh of a man living in new zealand the two men allegedly communicated and traded illicit images in september the agent noted in court document that a woman filed a police report in 2014 alleging that he abused her three-year-old daughter he was never charged due to insufficient evidence oh he is unemployed and refused to discuss his employment history which references uh he was working as an assistant teacher at a daycare center oh god oh i couldn't even imagine the amount of children he and when children are that age they can't remember they can't communicate they a lot of times that's the scary part they can't tell people that, that there's something wrong there's also information that Janats has been a babysitter and a mall christmas photography worker damn it's like he did the the child predator fucking <laughs> resume <laughs> run. People like is that children now. I'm signing me up. Like if your resume said we are hiring, if you if your job said we have an opening for a child predator, right. this motherfucking resume is perfect. Yeah. Like oh yeah, I used to I used to be Santa and let him sit on my lap. Oh damn, that's wow. This I don't. <laughs> you know what, sir? I think you're overqualified for the job. <laughs> Only thing he had left was the ice cream truck. Right. He might have did that too. We he just was, sitting on one on his resume. Uh, I I operated an ice cream truck from 1995 to 2003. Right. And then 2004, I graduated to a windowless van. Uh, so uh, I also used to be the Candyman around my place. Right. The kids even had a Candyman anymore. I feel like that went away. Uh, I feel like. Uh, that's a good question i don't know i feel like candy man used to be yeah we uh, just had a candy lady not even well, her fucking house was full yeah, of candy we used to have a candy lady too but now i feel like that occupation is it's gone right for right for, right. for some illegalness yeah you never yeah she was too busy trying to sell that goddamn candy i'm also pretty sure the candy lady's house uh was not registered as a business because i never saw a sign oh no no I just in that you old know. black lady's house <laughs> buying candy right. uh, i uh, could've, she could have been molesting all the kids nobody would have known shit, nobody would know you know sugar we stupid kids stupid sugar bring all the kids i know uh, i like a uh, sugar daddy okay <laughs> let me put my finger up your butthole okay as long as i all get right. this sugar daddy i'm stupid i'm a kid <laughs> right because you don't know no better and that's we, I, I don't even know the way to the candy lady store right now karen because because you had to take a path yeah i remember that is that everybody's i guess everybody's candy lady you gotta take a path to their house yeah because you normally come in through the back you, you know kids when come around the front and that may have, might have been the reason why all of, all of a sudden all you know every day 25 30 kids show up that's gonna raise flags you know what i might have been molested by the candy lady i don't remember <laughs> i don't remember either who knows and then the thing is and my sugar high anything could have happened to me man <laughs> right all I these people walking out. around all us walking around just finger in the booty hole yeah, we, i think we, we no one else we probably went to the same candy lady's house because the thing Ma, is, i lived in 
this one i used to live in roseland okay so it was the project so no, okay this was you used to have to go behind the basketball yeah. court and take this fucking path in the woods that eventually after you pass red riding hood leads to this woman ah, and house. Three, pigs. three bears uh oh. but <laughs> the, 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 uh, three bears was in the woods no too, no i it? think you think yeah uh, uh three bears uh goldilocks was there yeah i had some porridge i had some porridge on the way and then (laughs) it was just right right and then you take a dollar and 17 cents of loose change and buy a sugar daddy uh blow pop ring and uh one of those uh lollipops that turns your tongue purple yeah and And then she fondles your genitals and then sends you on your way (laughs) you fuck around and come with a five dollar bill you a ball and you can get the jumbo size m&ms i'm convinced all of that was illegal (laughs) yeah because i'm an adult now so i can guarantee you they went to sam's or bj's among them bulk stores yeah. and bought that shit in, in pals and turned around and sell sold it to the kids for a fraction of the price and got all their money back yeah we probably all been fucked by that candy lady i didn't even know i'm sorry i was pa- i was candy half passed right. out i didn't know man that's probably why i can't remember the way back just nope. blocked it from my memory mm-hmm. her house is probably made out of candy i don't yeah. i don't remember one day i'll just be in therapy when i'm 55 years old and, and it's go, gonna come out i just start crying for no reason everybody what happened fucking candy lady man oh we know she got everybody she got everybody <laughs> she's just, dead now baby don't <laughs> she's dead and gone she can't hurt you anymore Mm-mm. she's probably a witch she's probably living right now she's probably Ooh, she might be live off the essence of all them kids <laughs> probably the same all, candy the, lady. all them souls she took right probably don't even eat a candy right. i'm diabetic i just right. i just here for the kids and somebody was like this lady has been staying at this same neighborhood for 102 years How what is her, this right what is her life like like she <laughs> taking like she go to the bank with a deposit of three thousand dollars in pennies and and coins and shit <laughs> and just like you know do they know she the <laughs> candy lady <laughs> like gun rappers right like is her life just skittle bags is her life just full of fucking like rolling up manually those quarters in those sleeves <laughs> yeah like is that her life <laughs> i bet you i bet you she got a, a, a ring pop on all her fingers <laughs> i know she be tearing that motherfucking um i probably kissed the ring who knows she probably be tearing that motherfucking um that coin machine at the oh, um yeah that you can pull your change in she probably be tearing that motherfucker up dog i bet she got all her teeth because she don't need that damn candy yeah, she eating. She in it for the kids and the, and the money. She right. It was a capital transaction. Kids it was a and the money. Transaction. Yeah. She probably be That's clogging that clogging that little motherfucking machine up, dog. God, I got my homework <laughs> in there. All kinds of shit. Pencil and racer. I don't even know how we got on this. <laughs> They're like, um, how come every time we connect this machine, it's full of number two pencils. I don't know. Right. I don't know where the fuck they're coming from, dog. Yeah, I got so many erasers and shit in her right. motherfucking bank account <laughs> she got the little ones that you put on the back and she got the, the big ones look like a damn square right what do you do for a living i don't want to talk about it <laughs> right? all i know is i need to be back home before school gets out now are we done <laughs> right. with this banking transaction <laughs> we cash it they were like um ma'am we don't have two thousand dollars um on hand well you can give me half now i'll come back later candy lady only gotta be fucking at work for 15 minutes a day does it it's just when y'all niggas get out of school she there with candy and it's take y'all miles every bus stop your mama talking about back you can't parents if your kids showing up late with some candy check to be sure ask them how they been to the candlelighter house they have forbid them to go again yeah i guarantee they molesting kids. they might not come back next time <laughs> they gotta be molesting kids because if i was ever i just wasn't a smart enough kid but if me either 
<laughs> i didn't know anything about sex and shit because i was a nerd but i guarantee you if i would have been like fucking a little sexually active or just if i had internet porn on my phone i would have been trying to make deals like a crackhead like come on baby two now ladies i'll suck your titties please i'll suck them hairy titties i don't give a fuck just let me get a pack of nerds come on baby i'm good for it <laughs> i'll be back tomorrow with my lunch money i promise i know uh, <laughs> people like why are you losing all this weight i put and, and be like i know i gave you some lunch money nah that's why no it'll be why you gaining all that weight this man was sugar oh that's like, true my little you getting fat i've been giving you nothing but a dollar and fucking <laughs> a dollar and then you on fucking uh free lunch i don't know what's wrong he eating all that candy after school be walking with the candy lady holding hands <laughs> come on janine be me and janine uh oh aaron well then you better be careful my kids is not going to visit you he what? said he was the candy man yeah see i don't mm. even think that's an occupation a man can have in 2016 without not in 2016 chris hansen showing up at, at your, your house, house just being ringing a doorbell i'm not here for the candy uh so yeah he is unemployed he refuses to discuss employment history uh there's additional information that janash has been a babysitter and a mall christmas photo photography worker guess the race of mr jason janast okay Let's see what they say in the chat room Did you already... scroll, yeah somebody okay. scroll up all right let's see man that's a way uh cheese eating bro tap subway mayonnaise white sweet tea enthusiast white he also had outdated five dollar foot long coupon white Aww. white because black men don't even take care of their own kids let alone somebody else's kid candy lady ain't taking care of your kids hire a dude oh <laughs> but candy lady is taking no 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 care hold on hold on no 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 i forgot he's not a candy lady we're talking about a babysitter i, I made that part up yeah <laughs> i forgot well i don't know like when i said i don't know how we got on that tangent i really don't remember um white because black men don't oh, even because take care of talking about the different jobs that a person would have oh yeah hire a dude bro white columbus and those kids chet that <laughs> chet is such a white name are there any black chats uh let's see that's the egot for child predators uh i was i was transparent and invincible invisible invincible to love the children white uh mines used to open our window like a drive through oh okay now people talking about that molester with a diverse resume white um uh and then everybody started talking about the candy lady all right the correct answer is <laughs> somebody, everybody got it white <laughs> and here is a picture of him with his child snatching ass Ah, uh, uh, that dude take care of your kids i love to take care of those kids mm-hmm. i love to get my hands on your children now i'm good really i think mm-hmm. think i'm all right i'm gonna let you um i think i'm okay yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna chill on that nah man i do it for five dollars five dollars can't pass up a deal <laughs> children oh, just, children and children in the back just crying you don't know what's happening <laughs> mommy i don't like when he take care of us Mm-mm. Uh, for five dollars an hour though uh, can't beat them rates my, mama gotta have a life too mama gotta <laughs> have a life too i could afford to go see deadpool i know without you without y'all um all right let's go to the bonus round of guess the race double the points and the race 
race double the points and the race that's right bonus that's the race where everything's worth double the points double the racism so far everybody's one for one but can they continue to keep up the streak as the pressure builds we shall see and the bonus round against the race is brought to you by bevel get clearer smoother skin with bevel who doesn't want that bevel is the first and only shaving system designed for creative for men with coarse curly hair we were actually in the la times that's right why were we in the la times because we were mentioned when dexter was uh interviewing tristan uh walker creator of bevel and uh he you know owner of the company and shit uh he was being interviewed and he mentioned that podcast was a great way to get the word out black podcast um and i appreciate that man so much man i appreciate him mentioning it and i appreciate that so many people have gotten bevel through this podcast you know you guys i think are an area that are often overlooked as fans right the loyalty you guys have the love y'all have for us Mm -hmm. the fact that you know we uh have built this thing from the ground up the fact that we have a credibility with the audience gets overlooked by many spaces people that you know are starting to realize hey i can make money advertising via these podcasts you know mm-hmm. yeah, um, a lot of times it, it depends on the cost of cost you a fraction of the price i know dexter from shadow dog i periodically see him tweet that he be trying to tell other people when they have stuff to push and promote in his genre that a lot of times they kind of gloss over podcasting but he says that a lot of times he gets more sales from us than he did from like the radio and putting up billboards yeah but the point is bevel is uh supporting this area yes and because you guys go out and purchase these things and use code tbgwt and you get your percentage off of the first month um and you get you know that subscription going you get 20 percent off at getbevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com code tbgwt because you do that they continue to support us man i hope y'all continue to to uh to 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 buy bevel and and uh, uh support them man because tristan's a good dude yes and uh because uh you know he's he's good to us that and so many people that have had bevel has told us that they have loved it i think your daddy guys that he raved about and the other people justin uh had it and he raves about it so y'all do it yeah i, I literally have heard no bad th- experiences i've heard Me people either. Uh, i think i've so far i've heard one person that on our facebook group was like oh i stopped using it or something but even they said it was a good experience so i've i've had the you know why y'all lie to me look at my face look at my face you know like like that's what if it didn't work somebody would have hit us up it's been a year now um so get your life get your life straight y'all and your face straight too so you're gonna get in your life straight a former waffle house waitress for forsyth county has been arrested for spiking her co-workers drink with methamphetamine oh shit an act that authority said left a 37 year old man comatose wow mm-hmm. the worst kind of toast comatose at one point <laughs> at one point dawson county sheriff's office captain tony wooten said the co-worker required a feeding tube and a ventilator shit yep um they soon so authorities called to will cover to the waffle house uh, uh about midnight december 23rd when nothing good happens at waffle house after midnight mm-hmm. learning that a man was having a medical emergency they soon learned a video existed that showed a woman take the man's drink toward the bathroom when he went outside the video which is evidence is being held by police uh 
Oh, the shit. video footage show her taking the cup towards the bathroom area then coming back with the cup while he was outside the man who was taken to a local hospital in serious condition is still under medical care uh yeah what would have happened if he wouldn't have figured out that that's what happened he would just been like Cof- the coffee is so good here oh i need some more of that coffee i suck your dick for some coffee girl well, he, he wouldn't have got that far because i gotta polish all the floors right and wash all the windows well he come to us so he wouldn't have known no, I'm saying if he wouldn't have got comatose, what would have happened? He would have oh, just been, been addicted. thinking that coffee was the greatest fucking shit ever. Ever. The woman in the video was immediately terminated. Waffle House spokesman. Oh, they have one of those? Pat Warner told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ah, and they do. Son Saria Dawn Evans, 43, of coming was arrested on charges of possession of a controlled substance with intent to distribute and aggravated battery it is not clear why she allegedly spiked her co-workers drink she is not cooperating with investigators you don't say right really sanseria don evans you don't want to work with the investigators what Warner said Waffle House was cooperating with the the authorities in the investigation. We're very concerned about this matter and are working with the local authorities to assist in the investigation. Our main focus is on our associate who was injured and his family as they go through this trying time. Damn, I know after that shit he was scattered, smothered, covered, chunked. diced and chunked. Mm-hmm. Uh chat room, uh guess the race of Mrs. Sansaria Don Evans. Uh let's see what they say langston atticus black white woman who thought waffle house food was enough poison to kill a man one who would write she hotel letter about jamila from ebony and have it blamed on by a black man white white damn mom what does that mean Uh, darn mom i don't know what that means one of james evans kids (laughs) I'm assuming that was white. I might be wrong. Sansaria is, uh, oh, is actually a white woman. And a couple of y'all got it right. And I just want y'all to know all the people that got it wrong have my respect because there's no fucking way anybody that hadn't already seen the article thought Sansaria Don Evans was a white woman. And if they tell you that anything different, they're a motherfucking lie. That is, that is a black ass name. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That is a black ass name. Sansaria Don Evans. Nigga, what? oh my god i thought she was black looking at the picture i said they got the wrong picture for this poor uh, woman uh. this poor waffle house worker but yep only in the waffle house would a person named sansaria be white that's the see the waffle house actually kind of bring people together um last thing Shit, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was the, the one time I didn't mean to play it. <laughs> the 
Well, I was like, hey, fuck you. You left us out the show just today. <laughs> they tried to get in. Right. They was like, we, we, we gonna get our debut. Get out of here. Recession, <laughs> depression. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt was like, yeah, I might have been on that other song, but this is what I really meant to sing. Unemployment leave. <laughs> right. Right now. Uh, a Japanese actor was killed by a prop samurai sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Japanese actor was killed by a prop samurai sword while in rehearsal for a play. No such thing as a prop sword. Tried to tell y'all. The late actor named Diago Kashino was 33 years old at the time of his death. Kashino was reportedly in rehearsal for Jidege, uh, wait, Jidege, wait, oh, Jidaigeki play. Of course, Jidaigeki. Wow, what was I thinking? Uh, which is a genre of theater, film, and television in Japan that focuses on sword swinging and the time and the life of the samurai culture. While all the actors, uh, are using prop swords quite a bit of fight and sword play choreography go into these productions prop swords can still typically do some damage and it's clear that the properties you uh utilized in daigo casino's production were more than capable of causing bodily harm well they all are cnn is showing that daigo casino's fellow cast members reportedly heard the late actors groan of pain before finding him impaled by a prop samurai sword in the stomach while the company members found casino hunched over in pain apparently none of the cast or crew saw the incident that caused the injury Ooh, somebody killed him mm. uh he was rushed to a hospital where he was found hunched after he was found hunched over but unfortunately he was succumbed to his injury and passed away while in the medical facility because there was no witness to the injury foul play is not being ruled out local law enforcement will be doing an investigation as the possible criminal aspect of the actor's tragedy death it is intended uh, it is indeed strange that nobody from the cast or crew saw the incident so there's a possibility from an outside person may have infiltrated the rehearsal and attack casino or even a company member could be responsible Mm, some tenchu shit Diago casino's (laughs) tragic death marks the second time in recent memory that an actor was killed while uh during a live theater production an italian actor named Raphael schumacher was a victim of a tragic accident earlier this month in a performance in a, of an experimental theater piece in pisa schumacher's character was to be hanged and he well he was he was a method actor now all right guys we will talk to you tomorrow mm-hmm. appreciate y'all um and uh hope to see you there uh, also tomorrow i'll be doing a nerd off with chris uh at noon and uh i think uh it won't be live but we're supposed to be doing my uh jessica jones off-season review with uh leslie from the interracial john podcast so (laughs) more premium stuff coming for everybody all right until tomorrow i love you i love you too damn daniel